0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 189 of the Bite Me podcast. I am your first host, Cliff Johnson. Um, my second is, host... That's a big number. I know, right? It's a big number. Um, it's like almost 200, except like when you think about it that way, you're like, it's almost 200, and then you realize that 200 is actually like two and a half 20% months from now. Here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. Anyway, that uh, that voice you heard, there is your second host. His name is Dylan. Woo! Or the tyrannical teeter totter, uh, the <laughs> Colby, who you have not heard yet, That's his me. his uh, his name in our little voice chat recording software. is Showgirls Two Pennies from Heaven is a thing. If you've never seen the sequel to the smash hit Showgirls, you owe it to yourself to see the direct to see direct to video um,
1: sequel. They made it for like what five grand, Cole. I, wow. Maybe, a maybe if all of that went to cocaine, I would yeah. believe that. It's spectacularly bad. It's like, is, can you buy a lot of cocaine for five grand, or can you buy like a little bit of cocaine? I have no idea. It, it probably depends on when. Like the eighties, probably a lot. Yeah. A lot
0: of a lot of cocaine.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just want to bring like notice to the fact that showgirls too is a thing. Is He's a an th- advocate. You'd, and you can
0: buy it on Blu ray. Colby just
1: did. No, nah, I bought it on DVD. Oh, bummer. <laughs> you want to know the great thing? If you buy it on Blu ray, you actually buy it from the woman who made it. It was a passion project of uh, Rena Riffle. I don't know how to say her last name. Who played Penny in the first Showgirls and plays Penny in the second Showgirls. Uh, yeah,
0: like, I didn't want to give anyone the impression that Elizabeth Berkeley was in this. No,
1: no. She was n- nowhere near this. Like, even Elizabeth Berkeley in. It also was from 2011. In case you're wondering, the original Showgirls came out in 1995. <laughs> um, it, she was nowhere near that and like, still had enough whatever to go like, no, I don't think I will. Nah. It. Nah. Not, Not enough no cocaine Palmer. for her. Glenn Palmer was like, sure, I'll be in it.
0: <laughs> Gina Gershon said no.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, but, like That time, Gina Gershon, she's like, I'm 55. I'm I'd still watch it. Yeah, no, I would too.
0: All right, so this is not the Showgirls podcast. Um, oh, God, I would do Showgirls podcast so much. Once you get your 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 Showgirls 2, um, you should watch it, and I'll get a copy of it and watch it, and we'll do it for our other
1: podcast. Its budget was $30,000 estimated.
0: You know, I mean, Kevin Smith made a movie for $3,000 less, so...
1: And I, I won't say that Showgirls 2 is better than Clerks, but... <laughs>
0: It's not. It's not. (laughs) All right. We're going to talk about some news today. Uh, PlayStation launches the India's initiative. Um, I'm going to say right now I called that. Uh, We'll talk about that more. Xbox uh, Game Demo Fest, which is kind of a terrible name. The Xbox Summer Games Demo Fest. Like, that is literally just what it is. That's okay. Is bringing, I don't know, somewhere between 60 and 100 games to the Xbox. Like, it's a it's a big range. We'll see. Uh, the Xbox Series X. Uh, actually, the Series S. The, the Lockhart is maybe getting a reveal next month. I don't know. I'm not sure anyone still knows that thing exists or not, but they might be doing a reveal of it next month. Uh, you can watch people die while shilling for video games. We'll tell you more about that. Crucible. Colby sent me a, uh, a link to this today, Crucible, which if you've forgotten, it would not be hard to forget. Is that Amazon? Uh, game. I sent you this today, and yeah. I forgot about it. It's going back in to beta. Like you don't, you don't really usually go that direction, but a closed beta at that. So we'll tell you more. Uh, you can dream in VR in July, and Nintendo officially apologizes for Joy-Con drift. Quick, uh, quick poll: Do any of you guys have Joy-Con drift?
2: I had a problem with my Joy Cons right away. like, And you got them replaced? And they were replaced pretty quickly. So yeah. I, I understand the problem would be pretty crappy right now because I don't know if they've reopened their fixing station or not. Because I know not. they weren't, you couldn't ship them anything for a while and probably still they're not. They're so probably just shipping now. That kind of exacerbates well, the problem. Yeah, but.
0: We'll see. I was just curious, because like, it's apparently like 40% of people, and if none yeah. of us did, I was going to call it, just say it's a lie. Yeah, mine did about.
2: it like within probably a, just the one pair within a month or two, maybe, of when it was pretty noticeable, and then just swapped them, just sent them in,
0: and they fixed them and sent them back, and hadn't really had a problem since, so... Yep, mine are fine, too. Uh, we got questions from Vinny, Mr. Polite, Polynerdic, Undercooked Hot Pocket, which... So, quick poll... Um, is it better to have an undercooked Hot Pocket or like the overcooked My Food is Lava Hot Pocket?
1: I'm just going to go with no Hot Pocket. Mm. According to
2: Jim Gaffigan, it only exists in two temperatures, freezing, freezing cold or boiling lava hot. So yeah. there's no real in, in between.
0: And I think the problem is if you go boiling lava hot and then just like let it cool down, by the time it's cool, they're not very good.
1: What, what's your favorite uh, Hot Pocket flavor?
0: Mm, the Mm -hmm. ham and cheese one which tells you how long ago it's been since I had a Hot Pocket
1: Mm. mine's probably the barbecue quote unquote beef I think the barbecue one's good did you know they have dessert ones the breakfast ones aren't bad Yeah, I like breakfast anything to be
0: honest Anyway, we also got questions. Uh, another question from Princess Megan. We got a bunch of cheap free games because it's that time of year, and a entry into small—sorry, uh, it's not small bites—an entry into Troll Corner for the fine folks at Epic Games. But now we are going to talk about the video games we played. I played Far Cry Four. It's not any different than last week when I played Far Cry Four. You still climb up really tall towers and see things, and then hunt for stuff. Not much has changed. Have you lit any any rhinos on fire? I did kill a rhino with a um, rocket grenade, like a, a rocket-propelled grenade kind of thing. Um, I do I do play fast and loose with the Molotov cocktails in that game, though.
1: So, is that all you're going to talk about? Because I could talk about something that would segue. Yeah, please. The best segues are the ones that you bring up, the fact that you're segueing.
0: Absolutely. It's better if you pronounce it how it's spelled, though.
1: Um, Sejois. Sejois. So, segue. Um wait, are we I, talking
0: about the the like those things that like mall cops drive around on?
1: Yeah, they stop I think they, they stop making them uh, yeah. It's yeah. A bummer. Um so I beat rye Son of Rome. Nice. And in the last um the last uh uh like chapter you they have um war elephants and I'm like, you know what, we should bring back war elephants. Absolutely. Um, and then I decided to read about war elephants, and we shouldn't bring back war elephants. But, <laughs> like, if, if we think circuses are bad, war um, elephants, war worse. elephants uh, like, yeah. apparently the way you stop a war elephant, you just cut its, uh, t- uh, like, nose thing off, um, oh. and they kind of freak out and just trample everyone. Doesn't oh. matter who. But do you know what war pigs are? Um, besides a song by Black Sabbath. Besides, So war pigs were used to combat war elephants. Oh. And what it was is that <laughs> war that they they thought the squeal of pigs would um frighten elephants for some reason. I don't Probably know. Probably because they're scared of mice, right? Old-timey things that don't make sense. Yeah. So, you would get pigs to squeal and it would frighten the war elephants. Well, what's the best way to get pigs to squeal? I would say pull on their little curly, cute tails, and they'll squeal. Mm, no, no. What you do is you light them on fire and <laughs> send them towards the war elephants. You just douse them in tar, light them on fire, and just go, "Go, pigs!" And that's what war pigs are. And so, so then did they get like war crocodiles to fight <laughs> the war
0: pigs, and then the other people had to get I don't know what fights crocodiles like
1: Floridians. great apes or something. Yeah. War Steve wins. Yeah. Um. So what I learned is that like war is horrific, but something tells me war in the olden days was just like the most awful thing ever. Everyone smelled. There's pigs on fire. There's elephants just would you, trampling people.
0: Would you say, Cole, that war, war never changes? No,
1: it does. Like I don't <laughs> think that. Currently, they're like, "Well, uh, what if we light pigs on fire? That'll scare people." No, in Afghanistan right now, (laughs) they're using pigs on fire. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I was gonna go there. Yeah. Like, but uh, yeah, no. So after beating Rome Rise, I always call it Rome Rise of I don't know Rise of Sun. Rise of Sun. (laughs) That game should have had a sequel.
0: Uh, that game should have had, had a, a first one that anybody played. That, it's a really,
1: like, the, it has its issues. But, like, I don't know if it has issues that any other, like, almost launch game didn't have. Yeah. You know, like, like the all of the character models are the same, you know, kind of thing. Like, the bad guys, there's, like, four bad guys. I'm okay with that. Um, you know, it got, like, a little repetitive in the combat, but, like... I think that they could make a rise 2 and make it real awesome. GameSpot um, gave that game a 4 out of it, 10. And I don't get that. Like it there are some like pretty awesome like if you like Gladiator, I do like Gladiator. Sh- I was going to say you probably shouldn't cuz it's no. not a great movie. No, but really if not. you like Gladiator, um it's it's just kind of awesome. You know, you get a you ever wanted to shove a sword through a man's neck? Well, now you can. Not, not really. Well, I mean, we all have, Cliff. It's okay. okay. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, no. Play Rise of the Rome. You probably have it free. It was on Gold. It's on Game Pass. You seventy percent off right now on Steam. It. Yeah, you know you can play it. Playing Torchlight Two. Don't know how much more of that I'll play. Um, and I'll get into that because I'm also playing the Messenger. Um, which is just hit Game Pass, and it's like a Ninja Gaiden kind of throwback game. Interesting. And the reason I'm not going to play that or Torchlight probably anymore is that Torchlight's like a 30 hour game. The Messenger is like a 15 hour game.
0: It's so weird if you'd asked me how long Torchlight 2 was, I would have said 12 to 15 hours. And that's how and I long, beat it. <laughs> that's how long Torchlight 2 feels like it should be. You know the right way to play Torchlight 2 is you play it on your pc when it comes out and then they're like hey we're going to bring out a mac version you're like dude i would way rather play this on my mac because then i can like play it around the house i can play it on the couch i can play it all over the place in a box with a fox um and so any, you, sucks. exactly so you wait six months They're like hey it's coming any minute now and you're like okay cool and then you wait six months and they say hey it's coming any time now and you wait six months and then you wait another six months and then another six months and then wait another six months and then you go maybe i'll just finish this game on the pc and it doesn't feel as
1: long if you wait three years in between <laughs> in the middle yeah yeah maybe that's how i do it um i don't know like i just got to a point where i was playing it and i'm like i don't know this feels kind of repetitive and I mean I know that those games are. Like I know Diablo was repetitive, but I didn't feel it's hacking feel that. and slashing. Yeah. I didn't feel it with Diablo and with Torchlight. You I'm are. like how many more chapters? I'm like, oh, I'm at like the start of the second and there's three, but like I just don't want to. Yeah. And the messenger. Oh was, man, that was me
0: that made that ding noise even, oh, I'm sorry. Good
1: job, Cliff. That's it. Podcast's over. <laughs> um The Messenger, like, I started playing it, I'm enjoying it, and I'm like, oh, this is probably a good, like, five-hour game. 15 hours. Like, 12 to 15. And I'm enjoying it now, and I think I would enjoy for three to five hours. There's no way I'm going to get through a 12 to 15-hour Nintendo throwback game. Nah. I don't know. It's just, like... It just feels like that game should be five hours. Um, And I don't know what it is, but, like, you ever play a game where you're like, this game would be fun if it was, you know, probably shorter? Every Assassin's Creed game I've ever played. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like, could I play this for 13 hours yeah, but I don't want to.
0: The, like um, game length discourse is becoming a thing on Twitter again. Um, oh Jason Schreier made a just kind of offhand comment that like all games should be shorter, um, and it ended up just like it's Jason Schreier that dude like pulls controversy. Um, I don't know why, um, but like it just went all over the place. But man, I just. I think that you need. there needs to be more 3- to 5-hour games, and there mm. needs to be more, like, I'll, I'll say 10- to 15-hour games. And any yeah. game that's 30 hours could probably be just as good if it was 15.
1: I, I think, like, the 30-hour the games and stuff like that are fine if it's, like, open-world exploration. And it is, like, I mean, like, all Fallout games can be beaten in probably 20 yeah. if you're just going through the main quest. But you can put, you know several hundred hours into it. But you can <laughs> beat you it in you know. 20. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Red Dead 2 probably can be beaten in 20 to 30 hours. I put 218 in. So the be... option is there.
0: You know what I need? I need an accessibility option that just turns off side quest, <laughs> Like, I because I can't... Don't even just, let me know about them. Yeah. I can't say... <laughs> What's I w-
1: that over there? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I will not ignore them.
0: I will not be able to not take the side quest. I will 100% take 50 side quests it's in like lieu drugs. of doing the main story quest. Yeah, yeah. But man, if you could just say, hey, I want the easy short version of this game, and they're just not even going to be there, that'd be great. Um, yeah. I don't know, the thing I've been advocating a lot for recently, and by advocating, I mean I post about it on Twitter, which is a very small <laughs> You're amount. an advocate. I have like 700 followers on Twitter, That's so. way more
1: than I have, so yeah. you're, you're way more of an advocate. Than
0: I'm like halfway to being a micro-influencer, and by halfway, I mean I only need, like, 20 times the followers I have, but uh, like the thing that I actually would really like to see is m- more shorter games, where instead of getting Grand Theft Auto six and waiting, I don't know, 15 years in between the, the games, and then having a 60-hour game, I would way rather have four 12-hour games, where yeah,
1: I don't think they do that anymore.
0: No, they absolutely don't, but I think I mean, to me, I would just, I would rather have a, like, episodic style game or a game that had, you know, a very clear, you know, first, second, and third act, and you got all of those separately, and they, there was two years in between, and at the end, if you don't want to play them that way, you can, and I'm not talking Telltale, I'm not talking one coming out every two months, I'm not talking, like, developers killing themselves to get there, I'm saying... Take two years, take three years, give me a two-hour game, ins- or a 12, 15 fifteen-hour game, instead of taking six or eight years or five yeah. years to get me a sixty-hour game. Like I would way rather have more over time than one giant game.
1: So I also played West of Dead, still great, still liking it. <laughs> Haven't beat ca- it yet. Still cannot get past the church. That's all right. Um, I started playing Streets of Rogue. Streets of Rouge. Streets of Rouge, which is uh, Rouge. also on Game Pass. Yep, And it seems fun-ish, um, but I also realized, like, I don't need to be playing two... Roguelikes. Uh, roguelikes. Like, I'm good with one. Yeah, yeah. Um, We could play I online may- co-op together. Yeah, uh, that might be kind of interesting, but it was... I don't know, like, it it was interesting. Um, I kind of played The Cave a bit. I love The Cave. And that's like a four-hour game, so I might finish. Yeah, it's like four to six, I want to say.
0: Interesting. I played about an hour and a half of it and yeah. never and played pl- it again.
1: I've played about an hour of it. Yeah, It's an Xbox um, 360
0: game. It's written yeah. by Ron Gilbert, I want to say. Is it a Double Fine game? Uh, For some reason, it sticks out in my head as a Double Fine game. Maybe it's old enough that I can't I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but it's but, it's
1: it's very good. It's very good. But the game I want to talk to about the most is Call of Cthulhu. <laughs>
0: do you have that audio handy? Like, do you think you could play that into your microphone? So, I, so probably? to set this up, Colby sent me a. Uh, a bit of audio actually don't don't play it we'll just we're gonna say okay right now there's going to be audio inserted so now that you've heard that you have to guess where this video game is set I um, kind of wanted to make Dylan guess it oh yeah, sure we could do that too Um. I, so I, what a minute ago I, where I said it was gonna be there it's not gonna be there now no, do you it's think this will work
1: Oh, I don't know I guess we'll find out
0: okay Dylan here you go put so. it real close Oh, wait, I... <laughs> that was incredibly anticlimactic. I,
1: well, I have it. I think I have it on silent mode because someone texted me. That might have been me. Yeah. Okay, why is it not playing? This that's, is This is that's very so weird. bad. Yeah, I don't know. It's like literally it's playing, but it's not, and I don't know why.
0: You know, a good podcast host would... Uh, Edit would, this all out. Edit this part out, but I'm real busy today. I cannot imagine I'm actually gonna have have time to do it. Alright, we're gonna try one more time and see if I can play it. No way to trade an omen. Oh yeah. Oh man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we're incompetent. He's
2: gonna get us into trouble. You can't understand. You're not sailors.
1: It's a sign. There's something coming. Something real bad. Don't put that beast back in the water, you shysters. You're crazy. They're cops. They can't understand. Damn stupid
0: idiots. Forget it. Nobody listens to us anyway. So could you guys hear that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so what part of the United States is that game set in, Dylan?
2: Um... I know because I've played it. Oh, <laughs> <you>.
0: <laughs> Man, that's the worst lead-up to the worst <laughs> series.
2: I don't remember being that particularly part being that terrible, but I'm pretty sure I remember, like, is it when they're, like, the whales on the beach or whatever? Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That you hear it every... T- that, that just plays in a loop, so every time oh you walk past that <laughs> section, you just hear him talking about I don't about even that.
2: think I noticed that at all.
1: It So, like, I sent Cliff a picture I took of just, like, a guy in it. I'm like, what generation do you think this is from? Because it looks solidly Xbox 360. Like, early Xbox 360. If it had been
0: a little boxier, I would have
1: said Nintendo 64. (laughs) and, And just like, then I send him a video of me talking to a cop in it who is talking and his lips are moving, but his teeth just stay clenched the entire time um and that's on top of like when everyone talks they're they're like well i guess mouths move when people talk so just kind of have their mouths move but like sometimes their mouths will move and no one's talking and then it starts up it is kind of an amazing train wreck
0: yeah i've Um, actually heard quite a few people say that it's it's not a great game (laughs) but it's a really fun game oh yeah
1: and like i'm having a good time but it is it's one of those things i'm like there is no polish to this game. No. This game came out in almost 2019. It came out October of 2018.
2: It has a lot going for it, but it has a uh-huh. lot of shortcomings. Like, I I kind of had a love hate with it. One I really wanted to like it because it, it has a lot of cool bits and pieces. But then, and like the RPG nature of it, like you do uh-huh. get a, do a lot of choices. But then when I finished the game. I like screwed myself and had a terrible ending. Oh. So so it did that didn't help either because like just what I chose to do at the end <laughs> kind of just totally was the most anticlimactic thing you could have imagined, but that's kind of the point of the
1: game, I guess. Yeah, it's supposed to be it, like you can play it a bunch of times. I'm like I can't imagine doing that. Yeah. Um I like and like atmospherically, it's really good. Yeah. But it, it's one of those games, I'm like, wow, this came out at the same time as Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> like, somehow. Um, also, I just want to throw this out to, I don't know, the, the ether, that if you are going to do an H.P. Lovecraft video game, anything, book, book don't have a character named Cat in it. Nope. Because at some point, someone's going to be like, uh, I need to look up a walkthrough, better put in Call of Cthulhu and Cat, and it's just going to pop up the name of H.P. Loves Cat, which isn't good. It's not good, it's not good. You know, I, I will say two things. One,
0: I think we redeemed ourselves in that little weird... Um, Thing we had going on there because we didn't actually tell anyone where that game is set. Dil- Dylan just said he right. knew, and we blew right past it. So <laughs> it's set do- it in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, if if you like H.P. Lovecraft, you should read the Ballad of Black Tom. It's a fantastic <laughs> short story that is based kind of uh, inside of of like an H.P. Lovecraft
1: type. I'm, thing, a, but I'm just going to go ahead good. and say, Cliff, I don't like the fact that it's HP Lovecraft based and has someone named Black Tom in it. No, it's can, really good. It's, it's one of those. That can never like, be a good thing.
0: No, it really is. It, it's one of those kind of like taking it back kind of stories. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good.
1: In case anyone doesn't know, like. It, no, no, they should yeah. find out this on their own, Cole. <laughs> well, you know, and I'm not going to say the name of the cat. <laughs> like, I'm not getting canceled <laughs> over that. Um. HP lovecraft HP uh, Lovecraft was a racist and not like a well everyone was a racist back <laughs> in the 20s like people back in the 20s were like whoa tone it down there dude like I had a healthy dose wow. of anti-semitism too oh yeah he was, yeah. He was all around a stand-up hey, fellow do you think him and Harry Hen, Harry Henry and ever hung out probably yeah. just two guys that were just like ahead of their time in racism. <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe with uh henry ford anyway <laughs> let's get some line dancing going
0: <laughs> no no square dancing square dancing if you ever square wondered dancing. why you learn how to square dance in uh gym i don't know did you learn how to square dance in gym dylan is that a still a thing there
2: was a dance segment by don't recall what probably it was. Probably square dancing. dancing.
0: <laughs> you know why you learn how to square dance? Racism. Anyway, Dylan, what did you play, ma'am?
2: I played Smite a little bit.
0: Did you smite some things?
2: I did. Smote? I. I. Uh, it's funny because I it puts you into what I assume is like low level games at first, which I am significantly better than other people at that level <laughs> so i'm just i'm just smurfing everybody love it and i, I don't think... know when that's going to change but um it's pretty fun um mobas are definitely better with a keyboard and mouse but i also appreciate not having to use a keyboard and mouse and playing I, the controller I so tell
0: you man like there's nothing wrong with pc gaming i like pc gaming but i also really like sitting on my couch with a giant tv
1: yeah like, it was kind of refreshing. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't Thought know. Thought I'd played this game, but I don't think I have.
0: Yeah, I've never, I've never played a MOBA, so I hear Smite is actually a good starting point. Like, if you want yeah, to get it's, into MOBAs, it's pretty, it's a it's little easier. It's pretty light compared yeah. to.
2: And it's cool because it's got complete cross-play, cross progression, so you can download it for free on your Switch, your PC, your Xbox. Oh, that's everything. cool! I and did not know that. Once you make your, I believe, a high res account, which is like epic is to fortnite as sure as smite or whatever yeah, it'll yeah, link yeah. to all your systems yeah. so your stuff will be on everything yeah, yeah 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 so i mean it's free so it's all good yeah and it's it's pretty light for a moba and you definitely feel good at the beginning because I'm getting multiple pentakills in a game, which is something that would never happen in League of Legends. So, what, what is that when you kill five yeah, people? Yeah, you, you wipe the whole team in a relatively short period of time because there's only five players, so a pentakill would be killing all of them. That's And I don't uh... think I'm that good, but for some reason, like I'm that much better than people that are also as new as me at the game.
0: Because uh, I
2: literally, I only ever played a tutorial before. Sure. So,
0: yeah. You just got skills, Dylan. I don't think so. To pay the bills. To pay the bills. I think a lot of people are bad. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. Also <laughs> I know, I'm, that. I, I'm a big believer that uh, every game that works on that kind of idea, like if you haven't played that game in three months, they should reset you significantly like i love rocket league but it is so hard for me to like get back in a game yeah woof i have to play on like my kids account adjust yeah (laughs) anyway are you is that that what you've done this week yeah cool uh before we get to news i'm going to talk about patreon for a little bit first of all thank you to all of our existing patreons i love all of you deeply uh it's a good thing. If you like to support our podcast, you can do so for one three seven, I think, or ten dollars a month, and that uh, helps us keep the lights on around here. There's there's some light costs with uh, running a podcast and, and this helps offset them. I believe we're actually back in the I was gonna say back in black, but then I realized that was an A C D C song. Yeah. And I really don't like A C D C.
1: The high school Colby and I, I went to. If I sing any more of it, we have to pay for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The high school Colby <laughs> and I went to, that was like the theme song to our high school and it was i heard that song probably three thousand times in three years it was not great did you try just not going to school (sighs) pretty well yeah no no anyway uh i would like to shout out our tender who's a janitor now I mean, I am unemployed, so you've you've got to step up on me, Cole. Bam. (laughs) Anyway, shout out to our $10 producer level Patreons. uh, These these people really do help us pay for the software that we use to record this and the website that you get to download our podcast from. We appreciate it. Uh, Big shout outs to Brian Henniger. Uh, my screen is actually not wide enough to see these people's last names. <laughs> John Tippins, Austin Palmer, and Alan Schulte. Thanks, everyone, for uh, continuing to support us. And we got some uh, some lower-level donors, too. We we appreciate all of you. Anyway, you can find out more about that at patreon.com slash bite-me-podcast. That's enough for ads. Let's do... News! Thank you, Dylan.
1: So Woo. if you remember,
0: uh, like, what? Hmm, I'm gonna say two or three weeks ago, I said something like, I wonder if with... And, and like, I mean, this is not a prediction because nothing in PlayStation world happens in three weeks. But I said, I wonder if coronavirus will make it so like Xbox and PlayStation will start focusing on Indies that maybe we'll see like the, the Indies, su- the game, Summer of Indies. It's in. Do you remember what that was during the, the Xbox 360 times? We couldn't remember it then. I think either. it was Summer of Indies. Summer of or Indies, or something. something like that. Um, again now, because indies are less affected by coronavirus. A lot of them already work remotely. They work on small teams. It's easier to communicate. They don't have to try and coordinate 1,200 people and test Xboxes and all that kind of stuff. And so I I kind of posited maybe maybe we'll see the return of some, some indie stuff happening. And lo and behold, today, actually, PlayStation launched the Indies Initiative. Uh, Shuhei Yoshida has announced the PlayStation Indies initiative, which is going to spotlight uh, games from smaller develop- developers. He says, quote, with PlayStation Indies, we hope to spotlight and support the best of the best indie games being published on PlayStation and the entire indie community as a whole. Our goal is to make PlayStation the best place to develop, find, and play great indie games. And that's a great idea, but you should really probably get game Pass them. Um, I like, I know that they have uh, PlayStation now, but like they don't, PlayStation, uh, I'm sorry, uh, games Game Pass actually supports uh, developers, I think, monetarily, as opposed to just putting their games out. I did read. So, y- have you guys played Descenders? It's a a uh, like a mountain biking trick game. I think it's so? fun. It's hard. It's it's fun though. Um, it uh, I the guy who make that game actually posted the other day that they just renewed like their license or their their contract with game pass because from the time they went on game pass sales of their game went up five times like you get that much like word of mouth advertising by putting your game on game pass i think it's kind of like what epic was saying the other day that if you put your game for free on epic people hear about it because people get your game for free and then tell their friends it's fun so i mean i mean think about how often we do that where we say oh this game is fun and you should get it on game pass but not everyone has it so i think there's there's something there Anyway, uh, a new indie game will be added to the PlayStation Now service every month beginning this month with Hello Neighbor, um, which is odd because the game that is on there this month is not Hello Neighbor, so maybe they mean in August? I don't know, whatever. Uh, Anyways, they announced nine uh, titles that are part of this PlayStation initiative. Um, I'm going to read all of them real fast. I was going to read the descriptions, but I don't think I'll do that. So, uh, Fist Forged in Shadow Torch, which is a terrible name, um it's a 2d action platformer uh maquette which is a first puzzle first person puzzle game uh from Annapurna Interactive they make some good games they make some really good games uh where the heart is uh, it's a narrative adventure creeks uh which will be out in just a few weeks it's a hand-drawn adventure puzzle game uh heavenly bodies oh by the guy that did Machinarium, which is an incredibly difficult but really fun kind of point and click adventure game heavenly bodies which is either a 2d physics based action puzzler or a porno recompile uh fight and hack your way through a virtual landscape that reacts to your actions Carto is an upcoming adventure game. Haven, uh, share the journey of two lovers, escape to a lost planet in a desperate attempt to stay together. This game, actually, I've seen this a couple times. It actually looks way more fun than that description makes it sound like. And uh, Worms Rumble, which is par- uh, the latest game in the kind of the Worms franchise, that kind of 2D, shoot each other back and forth kind of thing, except this one is going to be a real-time arena-based 32-player cross-platform extravaganza. So some good stuff. The interesting thing about these is none of these games are PlayStation exclusives. Um, I know for a fact that some of these are coming out on the Xbox, so it's just a nice way for PlayStation to kind of highlight things, I guess. I and mean, I, There's nothing... I'm, I'm a big fan of indie games. I'm a big fan of big big people like xbox and sony pushing those games forward so people companies i'm a fan of corporations is what i'm trying to say that's what big i, I fan always of corporations.
1: when i talk about cliff i'm like he loves corporations
0: i slept for two hours last night and this is the most i've talked all day it's going better than i thought it would i'll be honest <laughs> all right up next uh Xbox is doing kind of a similar thing, and theirs is called the Xbox Summer Game Demo Fest, which is... <sighs> what's what's better, the Indies Initiative or the Xbox Game Demo Fest? I'm pretty sure Sony wins this round. Um, so this is kind of like the Steam dealio that was last week, two weeks ago, where they just dump a ton of games uh, onto Steam in that case, and you can download and play them. It is going to bring. I think it's really interesting. the The article I read said sixty plus, but then if you go to the inside, Xbox is quoted as saying there'll be somewhere between seventy five and hundred games. So somewhere between sixty and hundred games, I guess, um, demos will be dropped onto the Xbox. Um, even though it's only like three weeks from now, they have not announced the full list yet. But it's going to be games like uh, *Christ Tales*, *Destroy All Humans*, *Haven*. Wait, wait, what? *Tales*. Chris, Chris. I think I actually misspelled that. I think I left off some. Some crisis <laughs> tales. Was it Christ Tales? Christ Woo. Tale? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like no, remember, it is like, actually the... literally Chris Tales. C-R-I-S, Tales. I have no idea. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so the game the game uh, cover actually ha- doesn't have a space between this mm. S and the T, so it's like crystals like Crystals.
1: It's oh. like a play on words, See, I guess. I thought you were saying Christ Tales. No, remember... <laughs> like, like the Bible games that you got on, like, the Nintendo. No,
0: no, unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. So this is... Cr- Crystals? Crystals? Crystals. Crystals. Anyway, Destroy All Humans Haven, that's the uh, Share the Journey of Two Lovers game. Uh, Hellpoint Skate Burb, which is great. I love that game. The Veil Shadow of the Crown, Raji and Ancient Epic, and Welcome to Elk. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what Welcome to Elk would be, but that is a demo I'll be trying. Anyway, all of those are going to show up on a special tab on your Xbox. You can download them, install them, take up all your hard drive space with them, but they are only available to play July 21st through the 27th, which I would guess is a weekend, right? probably Uh, oddly enough no the 21st is a Tuesday um, and the 27th is a Monday so I guess you get it the like the 25th and 26th why couldn't they have done that this weekend where we have three-day weekends and we could have played games all weekend I mean every weekend's a three-day weekend for me right now but it's okay suckers working for the man anyway next the Xbox Series S is uh, maybe going to get uh, announced next month. So, were you guys like? I kind of keep forgetting that this exists. Is that something that's on your like? I don't know, radar, radar. That's what those are what, called.
1: What is the Xbox Series S?
0: It's uh, so like you know, you know what the the Xbox One X is, right? The the yeah. more powerful version, and the Series S is the the whiter, <laughs> the less powerful <laughs> version. <laughs>
1: yikes um like sitting right behind me yeah 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 like that yeah, one? that one right there that's a one s okay. yeah
0: so this will be the series oh, x the is the the more powerful one in the series s will be the slightly less powerful one um there's rumors that it's going to be like 200 bucks too so oh, I, I don't know um we'll see i think it's an interesting strategy but i think xbox's I think Xbox is being really smart in saying we don't care how people play on our stuff. We don't care if it's on your OG Xbox. We don't care if it's on a PC. We don't care if it's on a brand new Series X. We don't care if it's on a, you know, whatever. We just want you in our ecosystem playing our games Um, and probably, frankly, subscribing to Game Pass. Um... And I think it's really working for them. So anyway, um, they're gonna. This was originally supposed to be announced at E3. It's been pushed back into August. Um, I think the Xbox Series X. Well, let's see. Is that is that right? Yeah. So the the Series S will be uh, revealed in August, according to sources. Um, it was originally supposed to be announced um, in June during E3, and the series. Uh, and so now it's going to be released in August. Holy shit, I cannot do this anymore, guys. I'm just, I'm, I'm a mess. I'm a hot, hot mess.
3: <laughs>
0: Sometime in the future there will be a release of some sort of video game console, like the Xbox Series X, but slightly less so. How's that? Does that work? Yeah. You'll love it. Uh, so Colby, at- Dylan, please talk. I so... should not. I should not. Please talk.
2: This is a a small tangent, but someone that I was speaking to who I do not remember who it was. (laughs) I want to say it was last weekend. um, And the question came up about the new Xbox. And I think they asked the question, yeah, what's the new Xbox called? And I was like, I don't know. The Xbox
0: Series X.
2: And I realize that now. And I, but it, it drill home that I don't think it's a very good name because it's it's just Xbox One X like it's the same name like they really didn't go too far from that like I literally can't remember the name the it's...
0: the thing to think about here Dylan is if you could call the last Xbox the X-Bone, this one can be the XX <laughs> exactly unless I you get the know. S in which case it's just the Access. oh you could do it with excess anyway yeah no they just
2: have a different letter like the series <sighs> x xbox instead of the xbox one x how many x's do we need you already have three x's there's not a single word in the universe with three x's in it
0: i i think the thing is is like what what always disappoints me is that they have cool code names like the Scorpion. Scorpio and the you know all that stuff. And I wish they just released the Xbox Scorpio. like I think that's yeah. way cooler than the Xbox One X. I definitely agree. Yeah, it's
2: easier to remember, yeah, anyway,
0: it's all good. um but th- I guess the answer to your question is the Xbox series X and the <laughs> Xbox series s code name I literally Lockhart. could not
2: remember. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what it's called because I just thought Xbox One X in my head, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like, not no, as easy as like PlayStation
0: Five. It definitely, yeah. definitely is. Which one are we on now? Eh, the new. It's the expensive one. Just get the expensive one. That's what matters. Uh, you know. So Colby and I watched. I don't know some some game presentation show the other day. Um, I thought it was okay. Colby thought it was mind numbing. I think Colby and I are going to have to watch the Devolver Digital showcase together because mm-hmm. I'm I'm very curious what your opinion on it is. I personally hate it. Um, but a lot of people really, really like it. So it's, uh, let's see, I think it's next Sunday. Is that right? Yeah. It's July 11th, which is next Saturday. So you'll be able to watch it, at uh, 12 PM Pacific time. So I'm going to have to miss lunch to watch it. Um, uh, they're promising new game reveals, gameplay reveals, release date announcements and special guests from the industry to help usher in these important marketing bullet points. Um, like I said, I, I'm not a fan. It's, It's over the top, and it's silly and stupid, but a lot of people really dig it. Um, The show will end with a few surprises. Last year, someone died. Actually, I think both the last two years, someone died. Multiple people die. But they're also going to have game demos you'll be able to play immediately, including Carrion, which has already had a demo, so not a big deal, but it's fun. It's like you play this big, like, anthropomorphic blob that tries to kill a bunch of people. It's fun. Uh, Disc Room, and an unannounced title, which... Cool. Devolver Digital makes good games. I just wish they'd spend more time talking about their games during these things than murdering hosts. And I, mean, I guess they're punching the right way most of the time. They, they definitely punch up in them, but whatever. Um. <laughs> so, Crucible. <laughs> it, you, none of us have played it yet, right? Nope. I mean, no one else has either, which Kinda is... I kind of forgot it existed. Yeah. I think the worst part about Crucible is it came out the exact same time as Valorant, and both mm-hmm. of them are like generically named kind of shooter games and i can't remember either of them at all but whatever i guess um so crucible is the the game from amazon it came out with three modes i think we talked I, i mean i think the the like timeline of this game is is we talked about it two or three weeks ago when it came was coming out we talked about it like a week later when it came out and said wow man three modes in a brand new game that seems weird and ambitious and whatever and then a week later we talked about it when they're like oh yeah we're cutting two of the three modes because nobody's playing them up to this week where they're yeah we're we're gonna take this game and pull it back into beta it's a closed beta um they're gonna let like community members play it and give them feedback they're setting up some sort of like feedback forums so a chosen few can play it and maybe help them make a good game. Anyway, it's it's being pulled back to focus on providing the best possible experience for our players, which which doesn't say much about a game that came out a month ago. <laughs> um, I guess I guess Anthem, or not Anthem, um, card game from Steam. Help me, Dylan. Artifact. Artifact. Kind of did the same thing, where they, they put a game out and then pulled it back. Did that actually come back out again yet? Soon?
2: I got an email about it that yeah. I'm supposed to get an invite to the beta at some point, but that some point has not happened and that was actually a little while ago. So, yeah, I don't know if so. Just slowly introducing people or if they've even introduced anyone to
0: it yet. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. It's it's I guess if you liked Crucible, I would just be happy, I guess, that it's free to play and you didn't spend money for a game that came out and then immediately got Put back into beta so weird super weird uh next dream dreams you haven't you have a psvr don't you call i do you don't have dreams though do you i don't it's uh i've almost bought it like a couple of times because i've seen the cool i mean like if you've never seen what people are doing in dreams it's well worth like checking out a couple videos in it.
1: Um, there's some... The only Dreams video I check out is the official video by Heart.
0: What about the song by Aerosmith?
1: I'm pretty sure we've done this joke
0: before last time we talked <laughs> about Dreams, but. I'm okay with that. It's all good. Anyway, uh, Dreams is actually on July 22nd going to get a free update that makes it compatible with PlayStation VR, which is kind of interesting. Um, it's going to include tutorials on how to make PSVR content. Um, apparently, you don't actually need a VR headset in order to make VR content, which is kind of weird. I don't know how you'd actually test that. That seems, <laughs> that seems less than optimal, but hey, whatever. It's going to include a couple of... Um, free VR experiences created by the folks at Media Molecule that will kind of show what can be done um, including a new game called uh, Box Blaster which uh, again could be a video game could be a porno um could be by nickname in high school am i right high 5 it wasn't no absolutely not absolutely not uh anyway it's it's kind of cool like that if you, like I said, if you have not seen what can be done in Dreams, it's absolutely incredible. Um, especially the speed at which people are able to put things together. So check that out. And I guess if you have a PS4R and uh, a copy of the game, you can try it out on July 22nd. Uh, finally, we decided that um, only Dylan is a is a Joy-Con drift victim. Is that how you would characterize yourself? A victim of Joy-Con drift?
1: A A, a drifter? He's a survivor Would you
0: say that your Joy-Con problems left you adrift? I could say that. You could say that. You would not, though. But you could. Anyway, uh, Nintendo actually for a while just kind of, I mean, for quite a while actually, kind of just ignored Joy-Con drift. Um, And then some dude, I think in California... Uh, for the class action lawsuit against them. And so on their last earning call, they actually officially apologized for it. Um, regarding the Joy-Con, we apologize for any trouble caused to our customers, the company's president said. We are continuing to aim to improve our products, but as the Joy-Con is the subject of a class action lawsuit in the United States, and this is still a pending issue, we'd like to refrain from responding about any specific actions. So I guess if you have a Joy-Con and it is drifty, you can actually get those uh, repaired for free. They uh they were kind of a little soft on it for a while, but last year they announced that you can definitely still get those taken care of. But like Colby was saying, that might be coronavirus dependent. So that was Dylan. Whatever don't look a lot alike. I can't even tell you two apart. I uh, he has hair. I don't. He's wearing a hat though. He still has hair sticking out. Could be I, a wig. I don't. Could be a wig. It's not it's a, a wig. Point. Dylan's got luxurious hair. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. All right, we got questions. Dylan, who's our first question from? Who's our first question always from? Yo, 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 Vinny. It's a good man. What's the matter with you? It's a good guy, that Vinny. His question is, what game franchise would you like to see benefit from the Halo Master Chief treatment? A collection of games in the series, fully remastered graphics, but game mechanics kept in their original form. I think we have to... We probably have to leave off the Mass Effect trilogy because that I think is potentially happening. We talked about that super recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say we should probably leave out Fallout because I think we've answered that question before. Um, I would probably take um, Dead Space off the table because that's often one that we uh, mm-hmm. we see. I'd like to play in a modern system, so ignore all those. What what would you? Oh, all no, would be cool.
1: Elder Scrolls, yeah. Yeah. So I've got two. Cool. Condemned. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love updated those games were solid. I, I I would just actually like Condemned 3, but like a Condemned 1 like uh like remake would be pretty awesome. I should but probably take two of those.
0: I should probably take Grand Theft Auto and Vice City off the list too.
1: Yeah.
2: I thought about that, but I don't I want the gameplay to be overhauled too. That
0: is an yeah. exceptionally good point, Dylan. <laughs> I think because
2: that's Because the the lock-on targeting just doesn't it no. doesn't work anymore.
1: I think that's the problem is that a lot of those games I'd want the actual Yeah. thing. But one that I would actually, what I was going to say, one that I would love to see is all of the Half-Life franchise. Yeah. Because, like, not only, like, the original Half-Life, but, I was I, like, honestly, about once every, I don't know, year or two, I'm like, I'll, I'll, like, a game will just pop into my head, and I'm like, what is that game? Like, I remember, like, a specific part of it, or, you know, like, that was really cool. And I'll go like, oh, wait, that was, like, a... a not not like an add-on, but you know, like yeah. Black Mesa yep. for Half Life, like a an expansion. Yeah, yeah.
0: Back in the day when people used to do like total conversions oh. and, Well,
1: no, oh. no, no. Like those were actual releases. Oh, by like that blue,
0: what was that one called? Blue Yeah, like where you it played from the like point of view of like Barney. Yeah, there was that one and there was was there was like a Black World Mesa, War II or, one. Black Mesa is the new one where they've one. totally redone Half Life One in I think the
1: you're thinking Day of Defeat, but those are just mods. I'm talking about literally... Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, The The full new games in the, the engine.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I, I can't remember the name of any... I For some reason I thought Black Mesa, but you're right, that isn't... Yeah, that's um, the new one.
0: It's real good though. Like if you if you did not play Half-Life when like going back to Half-Life nowadays is hard. It's uh, that game is rough. i um, Half-Life
1: 2 can it. The, yeah. Apparently Gearbox made them. I didn't yeah. even realize that. Um, um, Half-Life 2 still plays pretty pretty well,
0: but yeah. uh, Half-Life 1 is rough. But the Black Mesa uh, game okay. is a total redo of Half-Life 1 using the most recent version of Their engine, which I, for the life of me, cannot remember what it's called right now. But uh, it's good. It's
1: really good. So apparently it's like Opposing Force, which I remember. Blue Shift, uh, Decay, which I don't remember at all. I don't even know if I played that. But, you know, like those kinds of, I mean, you could have all of those, you know, Half-Life, Opposing Force, Blue Shift, Half-Life 2, like Lost Coast, which was a, you know, little playable demo and stuff. Like, I think that those would be really cool in a completely upgraded kind of thing yeah
0: that would be cool um it's not in a series but i would like strife i want strife in a modern engine i'd love strife Game's so modern. good strife I'd, go ahead
1: the last time we brought this up i think i mentioned that they did do like kind of a like upgrade to it um you can get it on gog i want to say yeah yeah it's a cool it's thing like a slightly upgraded version it was the last game made in the original quake engine i want to say doom no it was quake it was 3d it's the original doom engine. are you sure i am 100 percent positive cliff i don't think you're right we're gonna look this up we're gonna wait while cliff sees that i'm right he says i will
0: not be wrong to you let's see here's the game it was made by you rogue buffoon. entertainment its buffoon. engine is id tech one which is the quake engine it's the last Doom engine. I know it is. <laughs> it is yes, Doom and Doom Two. Uh, it's very good. Bam. It is very good. Um, it was like kind of this weird like role playing first person. It was
1: deal. Deus Ex before Deus yeah, Ex. Yeah, absolutely,
0: Ex. absolutely. That's so weird. I distinctly remember that being in the Quake engine. Anyway, 1996. Good good year for video games. All right, next question. Mr. Polite. This is a good question. He says it's the 4th of July week and weekend, so here's a summer question. Let's chat about corn on the cob. How do you butter it? How do you prepare it? Do you eat around the cob, or do you go horizontal?
1: Um, you butter it with butter. That's a good choice. How do I prepare it? Um, usually in the toaster oven. Really? Yeah, I bake it, um, and then you throw in, you You can put the butter in there with it, uh, and then throw on, uh, like, uh, what's that, Parmesan cheese, but oh the, yeah, that's um, good. the, like, powder the kind. powdered kind. The powdered kind, yeah. Yeah, and then I eat it horizontal because I'm not a serial killer, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure only a serial killer would eat it around the cob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that seems wild. Yeah.
0: I I can't even really imagine eating it around the cob. It just seems like it would be difficult, to be honest. I don't know. Like, do you go all the way around and then, like, move it over a little bit and do it again? Yeah. Or do you, like, kind of do some sort of weird, like, twisty... Uh, it seems hard. Yeah, it seems crazy. Yeah, You've got a typewriter it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Do you ding at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I generally barbecue mine, honestly. Um, wrap it in foil, put the butter on it already, salt and pepper. If I, like... I'm pretty, I, like, I don't go crazy with it. It's usually just butter, salt, and pepper. Um, but I do like, like, sometimes you can get, like, ca- cayenne on it, or every once in a while you'll go somewhere they're doing, like, mayo with, yeah, mm-hmm. some other stuff on it. It's good. So, I just like, I just love corn, to be honest. You know what's real good, though? Like if, I don't. So. Really? Oh, I love corn. Yeah. Um, the only problem I have with corn is it gets stuck in my teeth, which kind of sucks. But, uh I, I really like corn fritters too. If you've ever had corn fritters, they're very good. You, they're good. you take the corn off the cob and then like put it in kind of a batter and then you fry it. Those are those are quite quite good. Dylan, how do you make your corn? Smoke it. Smoke it. Is that like is that like wrapped in something? Is that like how do, do you get a smoky uh, flavor really. on it?
2: Yeah, you just would like uh, soak it in a sort of brine kind of thing with the, the leaf so stuff on for. Um you actually pull the husks back. Okay. I don't um and then you can kind of just have it use it for a handle so you can turn it easy. Sure. Sure. And then uh just soak it and then yeah, just corn right on the right on the grill Corned. And it for a
0: while. Sounds great. Uh do you, do you remember the corn place at Lagoon? I do. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Lagoon's a like it's actually a pretty big amusement park in in Utah. Like it pulls in folks from kind of kind of all around. So it's a it's a cool place. Uh, according to Mister. Polite, the best corn is uh, Michigan sweet corn, and I am disappointed that I lived in Michigan and I don't think I ever had sweet corn. corn there. So I don't know. Uh, next question, Polynerdic says, after finishing The Last of Us 2, do you ever, do you look at The Last of Us 2 like the, like, the abbreviation, T-L lowercase O-U-2? Like, every time I see it, I try and pronounce it in my head, I'm like, T-L-O-U-2? Anyway, and dabbling in Hunt Showdown, I was struck by how much I would love a combination of these two games. A post-apocalyptic bounty hunting game with a monster, zombie, uh, etc., but a purely single-player or maybe co-op. Survival light type game. Have you ever mentally merged multiple games into something else you'd love to see? Um, I've talked about this actually a lot. Um, It's... the game that I've always had in my head has been—I um, haven't talked about it recently, so I'll do it again—is a first-person shooter mixed with a real-time strategy game, which apparently actually just kind of came out. Like uh, they released something kind of like this probably two weeks ago. It's Crucible. Yeah. No. It also did not get a. It did, got pretty poor reviews, so maybe it wasn't a good idea. But I love the idea. I think you'd have to have. I think you'd have to have a, a, a big enough. Like the reason I think it wasn't something you could do when I first came up with the idea is like it was, you know, maybe sixteen versus sixteen people. But now that you can do big battle royale games where a hundred people are playing at a time, I always thought it'd be really cool to have a like battlefield style game where. You know, you as a first person player were trying to obviously kill the other team, but that you had someone playing it like a real time strategy game that was like giving you orders and telling you where to go. So like someone was playing kind of like the general and saying like, hey, no, we need to like, you know, go around this way. And and then, you know, the question being is, is is how do you how do you stop people from just not listening? That would be kind of a we need court martials in video games, I
1: guess. Um those people just get I've hung. always wanted to be called a racial slur by a general.
3: Right?
0: <laughs> well, there would be two ways to do it. In that video game or actually joining the army. So, Colby, games you'd like to mix, match? Like peanut butter oh and oh. jelly? Or nuts and gum?
1: Nuts and gum together at last. Yeah, yeah. Um... I mean, like, all of the games that I kind of want mixed together, I think they already make. Sure. So, uh, I've never, like, thought, like, that's an interesting idea that isn't already, like, just another game. Sure. So, plus my imagination's not great. Not great. Not great. You Dylan, know.
0: what games are you... What What two genres are you going to mash up?
1: I don't know. I still...
2: I think there's still something left to to discover in the kind of Hunt Showdown realm, like the the 4v1 kind of i mean that's not what that is but like yeah uh, yeah asymmetric kind of asymmetrical games like i'd love to see more and that's where a mashup might might work um i uh i don't know exactly but i I also like the pvpve kind of style of hunt yeah i really enjoy you weren't
0: here last week obviously because otherwise hans wouldn't have been able to tell us about it i don't remember the name of the game tarkov something like that that's a PvE ev that sounds really interesting um i need to watch him play it because it sounds sounds cool um what about like a moba and dance dance revolution
2: um
0: i'm out <laughs> all right, Undercooked Hot Pocket says, with Muppets returning on Disney Plus, I cannot tell you how excited I am that Muppets are coming back to Disney Plus. I love the Muppet Show so much in every incarnation, from like OG Muppets to like Muppet Babies to all the movies. I'm a big, big fan you of Muppets. You know what you will not see
1: on Disney Plus? You're a
2: Muppet puppet?
0: Um, yes, yes. What will I not see on Disney Plus? <laughs> uh, Muppet Babies. Oh, that's too bad.
1: Okay. You probably will never see that. There's so much licensed things in oh, there. Oh, that's true. But I that forgot about said, that. Disney owns most of it. But, so so maybe, maybe. But Maybe.
0: I forgot about that, not. Like where they had like, all the Star Wars stuff. And, uh, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Anyway, uh, Eddie wants to know what kind of game, I mean, under Hot Pocket. I'm pretty sure that's just Eddie, though. What kind of game would you dream of starring the Muppets? Maybe something like The Fractured But Whole. I'm hoping that there's less gratuitous nudity in uh, the Muppet <laughs> video game. Um, I think that if I was going to, I think if, if you're, if you're talking about the Muppets, I think you've got two options. Um, one could just be first like first person shooter, first oh. person shooter. Yeah, It's
2: like Conker's bad for a day, but
0: I, I want to, I want to play Grand Theft Auto with <laughs> Muppets. I want to play Guitar Hero, but with Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem,
1: um, like they, the, the, Doctor Teeth covers all of the songs. Do you remember when Scooter sang Six String Orchestra and how kind of strange that is? I
0: it is super strange, especially to anyone who's listening to this besides yep. me and you. Um, yep. I actually listened to that the other day. <laughs> like I, I listened to the Harry Chapman version. And I was like, oh man, I remember that Scooter covered the song, and I watched the video of it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've never heard the song Six String Orchestra, which I guarantee you, if if you haven't, let me let me rephrase. <laughs> if you are a listener of this podcast and you. haven't... Have heard the song, Sixteen Orchestra, like contact me and prove it, and I will give you a prize of some sort. I don't know what that prize will be. It might be like one of Dylan's beard hairs. Um, But like if that's like sweet voodoo. Yeah, it's a deep, deep cut. Um, But if you've not heard that song, you should go listen to Scooter sing it on The Muppets. It's very good. Uh, Anyway, so Doctor D and the Electric Mayhem. I think the other one would be like an epic quest, like a Final Fantasy VI style like huge go across worlds muppets
1: like like a uh, like a super mario rpg with yeah. muppets you could kind of do i think and have it be interesting
0: or like a even like a uh, kingdom hearts style yeah, you know I, I, I want to take the the Muppets on a grand adventure the, the best I think like I love the original Muppet show just the you know it's a variety show but I also really like like the Muppets take Manhattan
1: or the great Muppet so, caper Muppets take Manhattan yes Grand Theft Auto <laughs> it could work it could add, does it still end in a wedding
0: sure okay alright
2: how about Total War Muppets
0: Total War Muppets <laughs> uh. yes
2: one thousand Muppets on stream all just stabbing each other with pikes.
0: Did you know that there's a Muppet named Clifford? I did. He was the host of I don't know, one of like the nineties incarnations of the Muppet Show. He's he's a, a very Jamaican Muppet. Me and him don't really share a lot of common besides our name, so anyway, there's also a shrimp Muppet. I love the shrimp Muppet. I love all the Muppets. Gotta love all the Muppets. The two new Muppet movies are very good. Muppets everywhere. Anyways, you guys got any other ideas?
1: I think you could do, like, a Telltale game-ish kind of oh. thing. Or, like, a Sam and Max, you know, kind of thing with Muppets. God, that'd be so good. I would absolutely play a Sam and Max Muppet game.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Or even, like, a... I mean, even, like, a... Like, a point-and-click adventure game set in, like, Muppet Studios or the Muppet. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, solving... God, that now that's what I want now. I want, like, a, a 16-bit Ron Gilbert-made... <sighs> point-and-click adventure game set in the Muppet Show.
1: See, and what I'm thinking now is like, I think it'd be kind of fun also, remember how we talked about the movie? Yeah, was yeah. Was it yeah. called the movies, that game? Yeah, it was yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah, a yeah. sim. Yep. Like that, but you're directing the Muppet Show. God, that'd be amazing. It's pretty funny. God, I love the Muppet
0: Show. I really, they, there's only the first three seasons of the original Muppet Show on DVD, and I really want the second three. I'm very disappointed. It makes me sad. But I own the first three. Anyway, Princess Megan wants to know this is, man, this is a tough question. Like, this is maybe the hardest question we've ever answered on this podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. She wants to know what your favorite animal is.
1: I know like koalas
0: you know the problem with koalas is they're
1: they're (laughs) so cute smooth brain little dumb they're the dumbest
0: animal in the entire world look at those ears yeah do you know how all they literally have smooth brains do you know how koalas die if they don't get hit by a car or eaten by a predator Do you know how all koalas die dylan
2: They stop eating. They
0: starve to death because they wear down their own teeth and they're so poorly evolved that they don't have any way to combat that because they eat food that slowly poisons them and wears down their teeth. I I literally read an article one time. Like, someone said, you know, like the point of natural selection is, in theory, that it makes you more competitive. And they're like, has it ever worked the opposite way where it actually made you less competitive? Like, you know that like natural selection worked wrong and the guy who wrote the article wrote a very long explainer on yes and the answer is the koalas they're just so dumb they're so dumb but they're adorable Dylan they're so cute it's
2: also weird that they exist in like the most dangerous absolutely all places where everything evolved in the complete opposite Opposite direction yeah so it's strange But I also like big cats.
0: Maybe maybe Australia is all about balance. Like you have bird eating spiders, but you also have koalas and um, what are they? Self
2: starving animals. Yeah.
0: Well, and the, like the quokkas, those adorable little rabid yeah. smiling critters. Like those are adorable. Yeah, those are, quokka, quokka. Yeah, I love them. Love them. Uh, Cole, what's your favorite animal? So big cats, like lions what's or just your big cats? Animal?
2: I just like Both. seeing lions and tigers. They're just so majestic yeah. and beautiful. Yeah. It's hard to like look at them and not be like, "This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen." I agree. Yeah,
0: but I.
2: But I'm not going to start a big cat zoo.
0: You should. You just should. I you should. I suggest everyone listen to the behind the bastards episode that was just about um, what was that tiger show? Tiger King. Tiger King. Tiger they did like a special like 45 minute episode just on Tiger King and not about the show itself, but just like people they know that made them think that Tiger King wasn't really all that weird. Um, it's a very, very good episode. (laughs) Very good. It's, it's, uh, uh, Billy Wayne Davis guests and it's good. Um, My favorite animal is hard. I love any animal that I can refer to with like a stupid cute internet name. Like, I'm a big fan of burbs and snacks and trash pandas and um, all those kind of things. Uh, But I I really, really, really like... um, uh, capybaras i think capybaras are just absolutely adorable and they're like everyone's friends like you you go do a google image search for capybara and you'll find capybaras just like chilling with ostriches and chilling with ducks and chilling with dogs and they're just like nature's friend when i when i lived in michigan um we used to go to the michigan zoo all the time because i was broke and i had an annual pass and so we could go there for free and so we go like literally probably once a week and like every every enclosure there was like an animal, and a small herd of capybaras, because they're like, I don't know, we got 3,000 of them, we just, like, just keep put them in places. They're giant guinea pigs and I love them but I want to pet one real bad. Like, in both ways. Like, I want to physically pet one's head and scratch it behind its ears, because I think it would really like it. Um, but I also would like to own one that I could call my own that would live in my backyard in my backyard swimming pool. So, anyway, call? I like pangolins a lot. Yeah! Like, so if, if you mm. don't know what a penguin is, they're like, like, did you send me the video of the penguin that the lady had as like a, a pet? Mm-hmm. Were you shocked? So if you don't know what they are, they're like, they're like, I think, an anteater or like a like armored ant. Yeah, they look like that. But <laughs> yeah. like, first of all, the thing you should know about them is they walk on their hind legs. and They look like an armored dinosaur. It's weird. Um, the baby ones always look like they're like nervously asking someone to prom, um, which I like a lot. Um, but they're noisy. They are. They sound like a suit of armor walking around. I was shocked at how noisy they are. They're cute though. My God, they're cute. Um, they also might have caused also, coronavirus. Anyway, eh,
1: you know. I also like eye eyes. I don't know what an eye Are those those dumb birds with the googly eyes. Oh no, those are putus. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be a clever name. <laughs> what what's an eye eye? Putus, I
1: think. Uh, they're little, I don't know, stupid lemur-like things, and they got one long finger that they use to tap on trees to find bugs, and they're kind of stupid looking, but also adorable. I don't know. I like dick dicks a lot. Yeah, dick dicks. But yeah, just it's I I, aye. It's A-Y-E-A-Y-E. I love it. I like bats. Like, I've kind of gotten a new appreciation well, for like bats.
0: <laughs> Sky Doggos are great.
1: An I I. Looks like a bat without wings. I can get behind that. Absolutely, I just love animals
0: so much. Like I've, that was the like highest thing I've ever said in my life. Man, I just love animals love so animals. much. I just don't want to pet them. Anyway, dogs are cool too. I got a dog. He's kind of a dork, but what do you do? Anyway, Megan, all animals are good. They all go to heaven too. Uh, cheap free games, except the bad ones. Like, evil ones? Like, like the cat, like, Dr. Claw, like, from Inspector Gadget. I don't know if his cat went to heaven. That, that cat was evil.
1: What about, like, dolphins? Dolphins
0: are really <laughs> great. <laughs> In case you didn't know, dolphins are the only non-human species that have a penchant for raping things. Anyway, I guess that should have a content uh, I warning. I think chimpanzees. Hey, thanks, chimps, too. Good, good, good on you. Games they're cheap. We love them. It's that time of month. Um, it's actually a little bit past that that, that time of month. Anyway, it's July first today. Somehow uh, Xbox games with gold. Uh, it's all right. WRC eight. Do you think it's FIA? FIA probably World Rally Championship, a racing game for the Xbox One that I will never play. Available July first, July thirty first. Dunk Lords. I don't know what that is, but. Yeah. It sounds douchey. Like, maybe it's a great basketball game or something, but doesn't that sound just
1: lousy? It's it's a religious game oh all right. basketball
0: cool Uh, July 16th through August 15th on the 360 you get Saints Row 2 which depending on how you feel about Saints Row is either the best one or not as good as 4 I personally lean towards 4 but a lot of people like the realism of Saints Row 2 available the 1st through the 15th and Juju the 16th through the 31st I don't know what that is but you don't want bad versions of it Uh, and Colby your audio sounds great Everyone is hearing the dulcet tones of Colby. He was smart enough to ask me via Messenger, but I just put it out there on Front Street. There's a city real close to us called Issaquah that actually has, like, the main road in town is actually called Front Street. So you can literally put it out on Front Street.
1: Anyway. Uh, Mostly, mostly like, I'm just, I can getting garbled amounts of you and there's a clicking and also your video and audio is about 3 seconds behind. Oh interesting so I'm wondering if it
0: yeah, you sound fine to me. Yeah. We'll see. I guess okay. we'll see.
1: It's all going to be in post.
0: Well, who knows? Um, PlayStation Plus actually has a really, really good month this month. Uh, NBA tw- 2K20, which is not the good part of it, actually, really. I mean, I guess if you like basketball games, basketball's fine. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, the new-ish Rise uh, Tomb Raider game, which is supposed to be pretty good. Are you trying to fix that cable, Dylan? Or it's, it's beyond hope? It's a bummer. Uh, oh, shit. That's the cable that <laughs> the killing. I've. I've, I've said the S word twice. Is it? Can we get away with that without having to like go through and edit it? Um, the cable that Dylan uses to plug his Yeti into his computer just broke, so there might not be any more Dylan. Today it's very sad and then he just put something in front of his camera I don't know what's going on over there anyway you get rise of the Tomb Raider um, but Erica is also friend PlayStation Plus this month that's the game that I spent a not inconsiderable amount of time talking to you about last week it's the game where you play on your phone I really really recommend that it's only 10 bucks so to get it for free is good and it's super fun and you can beat it in like two hours it's a good game uh, next up game pass games um, so there's there's some new ones coming out in July, but there's also some ones that have come out in the last I'm going to say two weeks that uh, I've just missed talking about. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about them now. Uh, coming out of the console, you got Soul Calibur Six, Observation, The Messenger. That's one of the games Colby's playing. Uh, Thronebreaker, which is Woo! oddly enough a uh, game set in the Witcher universe. Dylan's back. He's got a headset on. It's like a call center employee now. Uh, then you also can get Streets of Rogue, another game Colby's playing. Uh Night Call, which Woo! I actually think looks really fun, and the Bard's Tale AA or ARPG. I don't know why they made the type of game it is um, very specifically part of the title, but it is very specifically part of the title. So those are on console. On the PC, huh, there's a game called OO2. OOTP21, which is out of the park baseball, which sounds terrible. Uh Observation as well. Uh Bard's Tale ARPG as well. Uh Project Gotham Gothic Armada came out a couple weeks ago. That looks good. Next. Uh game's coming out next month. Uh hey Dylan, are you back? Hello. He's back. He's a little quiet. Yeah. Put that over by your mouthpiece. beep, beep. Your your face hole uh game pass today actually south silver caliber 6 is coming out on the xbox one and uh, out of the park baseball came out on the pc so that's today july 1st on july 9th you're gonna get cross code on the xbox one and you're gonna get fallout 76 on the pc and xbox one which mostly just makes me sad that i paid 60 dollars for it back in the day but that is okay mm-hmm. Uh, Leaving Xbox Game Pass on July 15th, so you get got about two weeks to play these games. Uh, Blazing Chrome, which is a really, 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 really hard Contra-like. Dead Rising 4, which you kill zombies. Metal Gear Solid 5, which, man, if you don't have a free copy of that right now, why are you waiting to play it on Xbox? I've got like nine of those floating around. I've not played any of them. Uh, time Spinner on the PC, Unavowed on the PC, which I've actually heard is pretty good, and then Undertale on the PC, which is a very good game, and I didn't even realize it was on Game Pass, but you should, you should play Undertale if you haven't. I should I should play Undertale and beat it. Because um, it's good. Uh, Epic Game Store this week is a game called Hue, which I believe Colby played.
1: No? Woo. Yes? Was it was good? Yeah. Yeah. You, you played Hue. I don't think I did. Yes, you did. You beat it at about a little bit after I did. Was that the blocks that are a different colored? Maybe. It's definitely a possibility
0: uh i do not remember it june 2020 free games on twitch prime all these are available until june 30th unless i tell you another date uh forsaken remastered that's the game that i talked about mm, a week or two ago that made me deliciously ill for a full 24 hours observer project warlock steel rats the flame in the flood which is a cool survival game mad tracks so those are all good until the 30th and then uh dream daddy is available for like another day or two it's good until Jul- july 3rd that's a great game to play over the holiday weekend get yourself some visual novels and some some dudes uh picto quest ends july 10th and Ruse r- raves rose ends july 24th which if i still lived in utah would be another holiday pie and beer day or Pioneer Day, depending on who you ask. All right, we're gonna round out today with Troll Corner. So, Dylan owns uh, Fortnite Save the World, correct? I do. And it's it's pretty pretty okay, right?
2: It is enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Now, if you remember uh, when it first came out in 2017-ish, part of the deal was Fortnite Save the World was going to be a like it was like a paid beta. Like if, if you remember, it was like 30 bucks to be in their beta program, which at the time I was like, hell no, I'm not paying anyone $30 to beta test their game. That's stupid. Um, and then like I've bought a bunch of early access games since then. So whatever. Uh, but the, the, the consistent line from Epic was that Fortnite Save the world was going to be paid in beta. And then when it came out of beta, it was going to be free to play. It left beta today three years later and they are not making it free to play and i am sad not because i really couldn't spend thirty dollars and just buy and save the world but because they told me it'd be free and then they took it back and they only gave me like a hundred games in the middle of that to make <laughs> up for it
2: and you could have bought it three years ago and been playing ever since
0: this isn't a very serious <laughs> troll corner, to be honest <laughs>
2: i believe i still have a couple codes
0: Excellent. Um it's supposed to be pretty good. It's like a do I want to say like tower defense game? Is that probably yeah, the Yeah, kind of. I mean. Yeah. I pl- I I <laughs> I will say my other troll corner was when me and Dylan and my my son waited to play fortnite save the world at pax and they miscounted the number of people that uh got to go in and play and i got there and they're like oh shoot we're really sorry there's no computers left and i'm like well i'm not gonna wait like another 15 minutes in line by myself so dylan and carter can wait so i I got to watch carter play save the world save the world is just against me that's what i'm saying anyway it's out of beta today um Apparently, they're going to kind of slow down development on it. I had no idea it was still in development, to be honest. I really thought they'd kind of gone full Fortnite. But I- I'm a little disappointed that, I mean, like, in mild seriousness, that a game that they said was going to be free-to-play from a company that gives away games constantly it seems did like not go free-to-play, move. but whatever, it's fine. I don't know, it's, give it a month. Yeah, It right, yeah, I... It'll be fine. It'll be absolutely... I've got so many games to play, I do not need... I do not need another game. But, I mean, the reality is they'd give away for free and I probably wouldn't have played it then either. (laughs) All right. Anything else, guys? Hopes, dreams, fears? No. No. You don't have any fears? None? 2020 in general. Yeah. 2020 is rough. Real rough. Um, You should go... Remember when there were murder hornets? Yeah, I do. You know what happened to them? Did they die? They're still here. They're they, we still, mess. like, they're in Washington. We still hear about them occasionally, and everyone's like, it just doesn't matter. Like, it's fine. Um, you should go to... We've uh got bigger fish to uh, fry. Yeah, like, absolutely. Absolutely. You should go to... Uh, I'm trying to find it. I pasted it in our Discord. a second ago. is2020over.com. That'll give you a good roundup of...
2: I think <sighs> the answer is no.
0: The answer is no, but it actually tells you why that's a bad thing. However, anyway... We're halfway. Halfway, yeah. Halfway today, right? A little over halfway. 2021 we're is on the other only going to be better, right?
2: I don't know if that's true because February is a short month, so I think we still have. I don't know, man. I think year, I've been so... saying
0: twenty the next year will be better since 2016, and so far I've been sorely let down every single year. Anyway, we're Bite Me Podcast. You can find us at bitemepodcast.com. I actually uh, I spent a little time this week rebuilding our website because it's been kind of not around for a while. It's still not perfect, but I'm getting there. It's, it's uh, it'll be, it'll be back. So like you can actually go now and click the Discord link and it'll take you to our Discord as opposed to, you know, whatever. So it probably, I don't know if, I don't know if you can go to bite slash Discord yet, but probably, that probably works. And, uh, and join us on Discord, which is a, a fun place to chat and hang out with us. It's a fun um, place.
2: Yeah. To chat and hang
0: out. You can find us on social media, Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com slash Might Me Podcast. I've been pretty pretty active over on the Twitters lately. Um you can listen to us. You should like if if you're not listening to us right now, you should be. I don't I, I don't maybe someone's narrating this to you like they're listening to the podcast and then repeating what I'm saying out loud. Is that a thing? No. I don't think it's a thing. Anyway, yes. Apple Podcasts, oh. Spotify. There's all sorts of places you can listen to us. Finally. You follow us on Patreon. I don't know. I guess you could follow us on Patreon. That'd be kind of weird. I think you really probably have to subscribe to us (laughs) on Patreon. Pay us on Patreon. Ooh, they got a new patron. Yeah, I guess. What are you drinking, Dylan? Iced coffee. Uh, It just looks like Dylan's just, like, drinking a beer in the background, which would be fine. Like, I I don't care that Dylan drinks a beer while we podcast, but Dylan doesn't usually drink beer while we podcast. Yeah. Man socks always are not man socks. Uh, Hans always says that uh, he he like drinks a little bit of whiskey every time before he's on the podcast just to like calm his nerves. And I didn't realize that this was such a nerve wracking hobby that uh, that you needed to like calm down a little bit. But he says it helps. So anyway, uh, Patreon I do heroin, <laughs> just a little bit of meth, just just a tinge. I like to micro. That would calm your nerves. No, nah, absolutely not. I like to microdose right before. Uh, to the podcast just a little bit a little bit of shrooms anyway hmm. patreon.com slash bite me podcast you can hear quality entertainment like this thank you <laughs> you're wonderful Dylan came back so he can he can lead us out bite me bite me bite me, bite me.